do they need me to come and help? <laughs> so you guys like Samuel's new business shirt? It's sharp, huh? Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> they come in different colors. Yeah. Depending how I feel in the day, I wear a different color. So you feel white today? Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line, and I can respond to your questions and comments. Good morning, y'all, again. How's everybody? So yesterday I worked out really late in the evening, and I ran. I did weights, and I ran, so I didn't get any sleep last night. So you guys going to have to fellowship today. Any first-time visitors today? Amazing. Nice. Uh, what's your name? Gina. Oh, I'm sorry. Gina, how did you hear about us? My husband. Oh, good. He's a big fan. Oh, nice. Are you a fan, too? Yes. You know, any questions or disagreements or anything before I get rolling? Any, I'm sorry, what? Any disagreements or questions or anything? No mm. questions? Uh, not, not at the moment. Oh, okay. I got to wait. <laughs> They'll right. come... They'll come later. Right on. Is this your first time? What's his name? Lily. Is this your first time here? Yes. What's your name? Lillian. How old are you? Five. Good, man. I'm glad you're here, all right? Say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Hi, my name's Alex. Hey, Alex. Yeah. Any questions or disagreements or anything? Why aren't there any police here in Los Angeles? We're from Houston, Texas. Oh, you're from Houston? Yeah. Welcome, man. Yeah. Well, wow, did you just come in last night? Uh, a couple of days ago. Right on. So. Well, welcome. They're coming in. They're just late. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> any questions or disagreements or anything? Nah, man. I agree with everything you said. That's why I'm here. How long have you been married? Uh, what? How many years? Five years? Yeah. How's it going? Right. Yeah? Yeah. Good, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, over here. Any questions? What's your name? Manu. And are you from here? Yeah, I'm from L.A. Okay. Any questions or anything? Um, the only thing is funny because uh, I'm, I'm Buddhist. And um, I remember, you know, it's, but I'm also conservative. And it's funny how most on the Buddhist side, they're heavily leftist. And I yeah. absolutely can't stand it. Yeah. And uh, watching a couple of your, uh, the fallen state with the Buddhist people, it was just so painful for me to watch. <laughs> just kind of roasting these guys. But, um appreciate what you're doing, though, and, uh, yeah. (laughs) Have you noticed that? What? Buddhas, the heads of uh, Buddhas, they are beta. They're very weak. A lot of them, yeah. I mean, you you know, it's funny because you go, like, I I was in Asia for the last three years. I just recently kind of got back to uh, the U.S., and, um, you know, when you go into, like, Thailand, these, like, these forest monks that just go out there and meditate in the forest, and it's very masculine, and then you come over here. Because it all came through academia. 
and the you know the colleges and everything else are so left leaning that right. it basically corrupted a lot of the Buddhist stuff coming through. But when you go over to like you know Thailand and I lived in Sri Lanka for a year and Myanmar, they're they're basically all conservative more or less. I mean, even with abortion, all that stuff, they would be like heavily against it. Do they do anything other than meditate? Yeah, I mean, well, it's funny because like, over get here, with the world? Well, over here we think about like Buddhism as meditation, but when you go over there, they're basically all praying. It's almost a much more closer to Christianity than it is to what we oh, okay. most people would think of Buddhism over here. And do they get involved with politics and things like that? A lot of them do. Yeah, oh, like okay. the monks. You know, you're not supposed to as a monk. They're not supposed to hold office, but a lot of them all have opinions, and it does get really intertwined because the monks hold so much power in their society oh, that okay. uh, what they say obviously matters. And um, yeah. And why did you become one, a Buddhist? So I was actually raised Hindu. That's why my name's Manu. So oh, my I parents see. were kind of like really spiritual, almost semi-hippies, and they spent 10 years in a Hindu ashram, and I was born in one. And then I ended up spending a lot of time. I went to a meditation center. I wanted to be a pro fighter after high school. So from like 16 to 24, all I did was martial arts. And then I decided I wanted to do something different, so I went off to a meditation center and spent a year there. And then after I kind of got back from that and kind of restarted my life, I um, got involved with Buddhism because that's – the meditation thing really worked for me, you know, and so that's why I ended up doing that. What then, good has it done you to be a Buddhist? Um, it's basically taught me a direct way through my own direct experience, uh, how to calm my own mind, the nature of my own inner working so I can sit with in silence and be able to observe it in a way. And, and, you know, like a lot of times when you first start doing that, a lot of stuff comes up, a lot of emotions, a lot of past trauma, whatever it is. So being in that group environment, having someone walk you through that, it's really powerful for me. So you have a good life now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm kind of back now. I'm, I'm trying to develop my own little Buddhist community because I basically don't belong to any of the other ones oh, and okay. kind of make trying to work more the conservative side of things because there's a lot of people that, I mean, most of the Buddhists, you know, reject Christianity. They were raised right. Christian. They hate it. Yeah. And so they become Buddhist. And I never had that. I always liked Christianity and I liked Hinduism. And for me, it was mostly just about practices, oh, you man. know, is how I got to it. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Any questions or comments for me? Uh, not right now. I appreciate okay. though, you, know, you being here and having me here. Thank right you. Right uh, Is this your first time? No? Oh, how you doing? Good. Yeah. Hi, uh, Jesse. Hi. How's life? Good. Yeah. Any questions about anything? Nope. Oh, okay. Do Thank you know you. who I am? Wayne's wife. Oh, Rebecca. Yeah. Oh, I can see you because of the bright light. That's amazing. Hey, Rebecca. Hi. I'm glad to see you. Amazing. Long time. Yeah. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Is Wayne here too? No. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, amazing. Any first time I was over here? No? Oh. What's your name? Chris. Chris. How, how did you hear about us? This guy. Okay. Hi, this guy. <laughs> Any questions, Chris? Uh, nothing direct. I mean, I, I know that, uh, you know, the Christian God is the one I want to believe in, um, but it's hard for me to truly kind of ignore. Like I'm, you know, very logical, and it's hard for me to truly believe in something I can't see. Right. Um, but kind of coming to church is the next logical step. So. Are you an atheist now? Uh, no. What What are you now? Definitely agnostic. I was raised Christian, um, right. but then I rejected it because you know, I don't know, because I didn't want to have to follow something. What um, made you reject it? I didn't want to have to submit to, you know, kind of the rules of Christianity. I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to be free, per se. Um, but I find that it's probably the prescription for the best life. Yeah. So, What rule in Christianity you didn't want to accept? 
Um, whether it was no premarital sex, whether it was you wanted to have sex, or I mean, and just all, all of the things. I don't want to. I didn't want to have to sit in church. I didn't want to have to worship. I didn't want to have to do any of that growing up, right? Um, and so, but I've now kind of gotten to the point where it's like I. It's probably true, and my parents were probably right, and it's time to just kind of go investigate that myself instead of yeah. blindly rejecting it. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 22. Oh, okay. And so did you grow up close to your father? Yes. You did? Is he a Christian? Yes. So what did he say about you getting out of it? I mean, uh, endless arguments, right? It never stopped. He, he, prays, he tells me he prays for me every day and, and all that, so... Uh, he he's very hopeful, and he's very happy that I've gotten to the point where I can investigate my faith, honestly. Oh, okay. So, Good. Any questions for me? Uh, not yet. Oh, not okay. sure. Thank you. Well, thanks for coming, man. Give the young man the mic in front of you. So you're still getting in trouble? Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it trouble. I would just call it um, speaking the truth and... Uh, just watching people get angry. Um, people so you're that, doing it for the fun of it? Nope, not at all. But what do you all. mean speaking the truth and watching people get angry? So what I'm trying to do, what we're trying to do. Um, Who are we? Me and my, my girlfriend, Angie, right okay. here. Um, we are trying to bring Christianity back to this world, mainly, obviously, L.A., because this is where we live. We're trying to uh, be able people be able to speak their mind, speak the truth without no hate or anger. We're trying to tell people to drop the anger, drop the hate, drop all that stuff. what are you doing to tell them that? Going up to their face and telling them it. (laughs) (laughs) You're going up to them and telling them that? Yes. uh, And why are you doing it that way? We go to several rallies. We go to several protests. Um... I'm not going to say the thing. Are you like a, a street preacher or something? No, no. We, we have, we have a, an organization that's, uh, that's slowly but surely being started. Um, uh, our website's going to be up. I'm not going to say what it is. You know, this is not, that's not what this is about. Right. Um, but, so, but you're going up to people and telling them what? Telling them that, Chris, that what's really being lost from America is Christianity. What's making you do it that way? I have no idea. We don't. We all don't know, Jesse. We, you know that. We don't know. I don't know. You don't know why you're doing it that way? I don't. I, I just don't know, but I, I know. See, that's why I told you last Sunday is like, I, I know that I don't know, but we don't know. So, you know. You, you don't know, know what? <laughs> Because you, you, you know, it says like we don't know. You know, we you don't, don't know. know why you're going out there and going up into up to I'm, people I'm and saying those things. Because them. because well, now I'm going to get political. Because I get more hate from the right than the left. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, most definitely. Well, listen. Yes. You don't know why you leave home and go out and go up in people's face and well, tell them that. Well, but I, I want to say that I know, but I don't know. But, but why are you doing God it if you don't me, know, know why you're doing I it? I think I like, uh, I just, just, I just don't know. You know, I, it's, it's hard to explain. It's, it's what's a, making you do it if you don't know? What's making me do it I, is God. And God making you do something that you don't know why you're doing it? No. God is just working through me, and I'm 
I'm just, I'm going out there and trying to take anger and hate out of people. And so God, have you doing something that you don't know why you're doing it? Okay, Jesse, I do know why I'm doing it. (laughs) Are you sure? I do know why I'm doing it. (laughs) It's not a guessing game. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing it because that's what we're losing. I know we already know about what the left and the Democrats are, but however, on the side that the right side, they call it the right. Um, it's all it's it's all the same. The Democrats, Republicans, they're all the same. Most I know, but how are, are you same. helping out by getting people faces? Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not forcing anything on anyone. I'm just saying it, and then the words that I say, how I speak. People gravitate towards me and they want to hate on me, but I'm getting all this hate. What do you say to them? I, I well, I don't, I, do, I don't say anything to them at first. I just you say just what get I'm. Get in their faces, look I at say, them. I don't go in their faces. No, no, no. I don't go in their faces. I just, I just, I have my own thing that my own channel that's going on, and then I go out there and I and I say stuff. You know, you know, drop the anger. We need to bring Christianity back to this world. We're losing that. And then people gravitate towards me and come at me. And that's what I mean as in I, got, I get more hate from the right than the left. The, Your the right does not like that. explain it to me. All right, you explain so you're it. doing a poor job. We're, we're, I mean, I guess you can say we're trying to red pill people, but also just trying to wake people up. Um, By doing what? So kind of like not exposing, but kind of like helping them realize their anger and their hate. And you're trying, helping them to realize their hatred? Yeah. And, and by doing what? Just like having like a conversation with them and like um, talking about how we're losing like all of our values and hopefully like helping both sides kind of like come together and build some common ground. And do they reject you? They don't want to hear it. Um, yeah, I think I think it's partially because like they, you know, when when people hear that something that's so raw and like so truthful, they get angry initially, especially if they have that in like anger in them so uh, so why are you doing it i honestly i i just i guess you could say it's um like god kind of like speaking like through me or working through me or um the whole reason why i just kind of like entered this whole like matrix and like is kind of just like wanting to wake people up also and you know coming together and bringing back christian values oh and, and so God have you doing this? Yeah. Is it working? Slowly. In what way? Yeah. Can, can, I, can I answer that question? Yeah. It's, it's working because um, people always think, like, because I always talk about exposing, like, they think I'm, like, doxing. No, no. It's just what we say and what we do because, like, Jesse, like, I'm, I am completely out of my How thoughts. is it working? It's working because the reaction, the, uh, what I see, I can see that they are with the anger and hate inside them. And to be honest with you, but what made you think it that's helps a sign me of it working because they get angry? Be, oh, because, Why do you think no, no, that's I, a I don't, sign? I don't, I don't pressure on them. Once I see it, I let them know. And when they get angry at me, I walk away, Jesse. But it helps me grow when I see that. Because I, 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 know, I know what you... You showed me the roadmap, Jesse. You showed me the roadmap. I know what you're talking about now. I know. But exactly. I don't get in people's faces. No, no, no. We don't get in their faces. I don't even we're, go out trying to get in their faces. Well, we do go out. That's the, I guess that's a difference. 
I don't think God want. I mean, do what you're doing, if whatever you want, but He doesn't want you to impose it on people. No, we're definitely not. See, that's the funny thing. We just, we just, uh, we have our own, you know, channel and stuff. We do our own thing, and then we go out to the rallies or, or protests, but they're mainly rallies. And people judge us. People have problems with us, and they come up to us. So they come up actually. So you're all on, at the rally. You're on yep. your side of the street. Yep. Talking about the Lord. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm, that's not how it is. No, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm waving the recall Newsom flag. I'm waving my, my American flag. Oh, and I they see. recognize me. They say, you know, and my channel. And people come over to you? Yeah, they come over and to me. And that's when you tell about the Lord? No, no, that's, that's when I, that's when I say, because they get angry. They have hate towards me or they judge me. And I always let them know, like, you don't even know who I am. You, first of all, if we're going to talk, you can't have the hate and anger because otherwise I can't trust you. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're going to do to me. Uh-huh. People, I've, I've been, I've, well, be careful, just yesterday, man. I've been threatened uh, by yellow and black. I've been threatened by them. And this That's the second time. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about that? Being threatened. I love it. <laughs> I love it because it exposes, it, it shows. Why you love it so much? Because, I'm, because, because. You're not Jesse, supposed to be loving because, it. No, no, but Jesse, like, like Jesse, like, like it's, it's, it's helping me grow. It's exposing that, you know. They're, How they're, is it helping you grow? It's helping me grow. How? how? How is it helping me grow? Because I'm, I'm able to see what, what reality really is. It doesn't matter if you're on the right or the left, Republican, Democrat, anything. It doesn't matter. We're all spirits. It's a spiritual battle. And I can see it in them. I could see, I could see it. I don't know how I see it, but I can feel it and I can see it. That but you're making me nervous. <laughs> no, no, Jesse, come on. Grace, I'm not, I'm Grace not a, wanna say what I never, I never that. start fights. I never threaten anyone. I don't do anything like that, Jesse. Well, Grace want to respond to it. Okay. Um, well, it sounds interesting. I mean, in what way? <laughs> <laughs> in I what mean, way? Because, like, we always talk about, okay, what are you doing to make a difference, right? And so, I think he felt like he had. Like, he's just doing what he thinks is right. And, I mean, I don't know if it's going to work, but he's trying it, and he'll see. He's doing something. Huh? Yeah. How about the fact he feels so good about it when they get mad? Um, well, that that could be a sign that he has hatred in his heart because, it exci- <laughs> you know, that yeah. shouldn't be, like, exciting or anything like that. Um, but, I mean, I'm sure he'll realize it along the way. What? I'm sure he's going to realize whatever needs to realize along the way. Before he get killed. <laughs> I'm gro- I know, I know, Jesse. I'm growing. I'm growing. Be careful out there, man, all right? I know, I, I am, I am. Thank you. All right. Amazing. Any other questions or comments? Um, oh, okay. Who are you pointing at? Oh, okay. Let's go here and there. So, um, I tried to uh, get a hold of my parents. Um, I try to set up a video conference with them and right. talk to them, and uh, they didn't want any part of that, at least for a while. Um, and that just infuriated me more. And why? Because they still think of me as their little boy. And they, so why does it bother you what they think? Because they're my parents. But you still shouldn't, as an adult, you shouldn't be bothered about what they think about you. You also said uh, it's, I should honor my parents. Right, it just simply means don't hate them. 
because they can't help it. But you can't make them listen to you. They don't want to talk about it. You still forgive them and go your way. And don't try to prove anything and don't let it matter what they think. It doesn't matter to you. They have their own life. You have your life. It does matter to me, though. It, but it, right, but it should, though. Forgive them so it wouldn't matter. Do they know it's important to you that they talk to you? Yeah, I Did made you that tell as them clear that? as I could. I made it as clear as I could. Yeah. I let them know that you know, I don't want anything from them. I don't, I'm not calling because I need something from them. Right. I need to... Let well, go, just you know. let it go and move on. Really. It just means don't hate your parents. And when you don't hate them, you have the right kind of love for them. But you move on with your life. It doesn't matter what they think. Because the world going to think wrong of you no matter what. Yeah. So just having a hard time just forgiving in general. It's just... Um, I've built up a lot of distrust. And... Uh, And now, um, being engaged and, you know, you know, trying to, you know, get together with a new family that has, you know, that's not uh, entirely Christian. And um, Oh, your, your fiancé family is not Christian? Half. Um, half the family is, half isn't. Oh, okay. And why is that important to you? Because I... Sorry. I <clears throat> I don't want to tear the family apart with my nonsense. How will you tear it apart? That's what I've done my whole life. You have torn uh, families apart? My own. Oh, I see. And what, what is your non- nonsense? Drugs. Uh, you're a drug addict? I was. Um, now, apparently, I have mental health stuff. Um, I just got out of the hospital again. and um, Hold the mic up to you. You just got out of the hospital again? Yeah, and it's... Um, And so there it's um, got multiple professionals trying to help me, and I don't trust any of them yeah. because I, uh, well, I've seen what happens when it doesn't go right. And so it's, I've had, it's uh, their idea of help just kind of made it worse for me. Yeah. And um, trying to explain that, you know, this isn't helping and I need something else. And it's like nobody's listening. And I understand that that's from years of breaking trust and... Um, returning to drugs, you know, going back, you know, getting clean, going back, getting clean, going back, getting clean, going back. And so I understand at this point it's like, well, you know. 
How do you feel about being a drug addict? It sucks. <laughs> yeah. It sucks in what way? Which you is constantly wor- need something Which to make is worse yourself. To be I constantly need something to, to feel okay and not like I'm jumping out of my skin. That's how you feel right now, too? I'm just cold sweats. Right now? Yeah. Oh. Which is worse to be a drug addict or to hate? Yes, I'm still figuring that out. It's yeah. hate. Hate is worse than being a drug addict. I'm just com- I'm just used to it. You know what right. I mean? Right. I understand. I've gotten accustomed to you to, to to just. It's it 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 at some point I, I figured it, it it was easier to kind of be the black sheep of the family, and yeah. you know, so everyone else can feel better about themselves that at least. They're not me. Right. And they don't have to look at their stuff, and it can just all be my fault. They blame you for everything? They blame you for everything? Hmm. Maybe not everything, but there's, there's definitely, I can definitely sense the tension. How old are you? I'm 38. Okay. So is your fiance a drug addict too? Mm. Not anymore. She's been clean now for a couple of years now. So yeah. When is the wedding? Well, COVID has kind of um, complicated matters there because you know the you wanted to. You know, Thank God for the Chinese virus, huh? <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> You put that off for a while. Not exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the problem for now. That's the last thing you need. But listen, do you want to uh, you want to overcome being a drug addict? You got to overcome the hate. Once you overcome the hate, the drug stuff will disappear. Because your problem is not that you're a drug addict. The problem is that you have no love in your heart. And so once you get the love in your heart, that is the power of God in you. He'll take care of the drug addict stuff. You you got to overcome it. Your focus is on the wrong thing. So don't make that a big deal. The big deal is you got to overcome the hatred. That's the problem. The drug addict is not the problem. You got to forgive yourself and others and realize that people can't help themselves. You know, I was thinking about. Christianity and, and God and Christ, right? And one thing about Christianity, you cannot hate. Anyone that has anger is not a Christian. Because if you remember the story of Jesus, even on the cross, after they had done all that stuff to him, he said, forgive them. They know not what they do, and that's the truth. We're not in control of anything. You're either controlled by anger, which is hate, or good. So the people that you are hating cannot help themselves. Just like you can't help yourself but do what you're doing. You don't want to take drugs, but because of the hatred, you can't help it. And so Satan is, is controlling you right now. But if you overcome, salvation is of the heart. It's about overcoming the hardness of the heart and having love for all, yourself and all. And that love will change it. Your focus How do you is love on people that do evil? I mean, so what now? How do you love people that do evil? 
by realizing they can't help themselves, just like you can't help yourself. Because you're doing evil too by hating them. You're no different. You're no better than the person that you hate. I mean, that hates you or do evil. Evil is bad. It runs deep. So you got to forgive them so God can forgive you and make you free. Then all that other stuff will, will start to fall away. So stop judging yourself for being a drug addict. Stop judging others because you're not a drug addict. That's just what you're using as a result of turning away from, being turned away from God, from the light. So you're trying to find some way to have peace. But that's not who you are. You are a son of God. And so you need to return to the Father. That's the only problem that you have. What do you think about that? It's, um, it's just hard to accept sometimes. Um, that you're a son of God? Yeah. God is not holding it against you that you do drugs. That's not his thing. He's trying to change your heart so he can take care of you. He wants you to come back to him. He doesn't care that you're a drug addict or whatever you might, what you're doing, right? He knows that you can't help it. You literally cannot help it. That's not what you want to do. But Satan is in control of your life right now. How do you feel about yourself? Um, I'm not proud of myself right now. Um, like about the only thing I'm doing right is um, just trying again, trying to um, try to what? Trying to straighten my life out again, not giving up. Well, let the anger go. You'll be fine. I'm telling you, it all start to work itself out. Your focus is on the wrong thing. So stop calling yourself a drug addict and return to the Father. You'll be fine. You're not a drug addict. That's what the world does. It titles things to make you think that's who you are. That's not who you are. You just have turned away from the Father by resenting your parents. So forgive them. They can't help it. So God can forgive you. Even if we don't want to talk about it, they can't help it. Let it go so you can start overcoming. It's going to be amazing. So stop judging yourself. All right? That makes sense? Yeah. Uh, one thing I've noticed about Christians, the focus is on the wrong thing. Everybody judging themselves because they are in a fallen state and they're doing all these different things, whatever it might be, lying, stealing, whatever, right? Drinking, and so the, the the preachers are telling them, "Oh, stop drinking, stop doing drugs. You can't stop that." And so the the people are trying to fix that, repair that when they're not when the real problem is the soul has been turned away from the light. Turn back to the light, you'll be fine. And just wish those people well and go live your life. Just go live your life. And if they don't like you for it, wish them well. A bunch of my family members don't like me either, but I don't care. I wish them well. 
I'm not judging them. They can't help it. I was in that fog state, and I couldn't help myself. All right, so stop judging yourself, man, and do the silent prayer, and God will help you. He'll take that stuff away. Don't worry about that part. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. You just don't have the power of God to help you yet. But once you drop that anger, then he has made a home in you. He will clean it up. He will destroy the ego. All that stuff is just coming from the ego, from Satan's nature. So don't make it a big deal. There's nothing in life that's a big deal. Really, nothing. All right? Are you doing the silent prayer? Yeah. Okay, stay with that. Doubt every thought and you'll be fine. And don't try to make people happy or sad. Just live your life. Be the light. Be the example. You'll be fine. It's not the drug. It's the, the hatred of the heart. All right? All right. Any questions about that? Um, I guess I'm just impatient with this stuff. No, just... Yeah. Well, just calm down. Do the silent prayer. Doubt every thought. Right. And you'll be fine. Really, it's going to blow your mind. The problem is not the drug. The problem is the hatred of your heart. You're hating your mama, your dad, and you hate the family, you hate yourself. That's why you're suffering. You don't have love. All right? Thank Amazing, you. huh? It's real simple. And you write about the so-called expert. They have no clue. So focus on the heart, not the drugs. All right? Uh, let the young man right behind you have a mic, and then I'll take over there. Nope. Yes, sir. How you doing? All is well. What's wrong with you? No, I'm okay. You all right? I'm like you. I didn't get enough sleep yesterday. So what now? I'm like you. I didn't get enough sleep yesterday. And why not? Uh, went out yesterday. Oh, you did? You got drunk? I uh, wish, but no. <laughs> right. Okay. You just look weird. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I get that a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. Back in the back. So relax, man, all right? Just relax. It's not about the drugs. You can't make yourself not do drugs because if you force yourself not to do the drug, you become an alcoholic. And then you force yourself not to drink, you become something else because we, we believe, we all live by faith and just most of the time it's the wrong faith, the wrong thing that we believe in. All right? So your faith got to turn back to the Father and you'll be fine. And God is not holding this against you at all. He's not looking down on you. He, he's not. He wants you to come back to him. All right? All right. Yes, sir. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning. So um, I think most of my anger is gone, but I took a little too much joy. And I caught myself taking too much joy. Um, let me explain. Uh, I went on a first date with someone. I just started dating again. And the woman showed up in a double mask. I just walked away. I said, is this going to work out? And I walked away. And for a second, I felt this joy. And I caught myself. It felt, no, this is, it felt amazing. But at the end of the day, I was worried that that came from a really bad place because I didn't yeah. give her the benefit of the doubt. So you, you walked away from the date where you saw her in, a th in three masks? It took like five two minutes. Two masks? Yeah. She showed up in two masks. I was like, that would strike one. And then... Uh, we took a walk in the corner, other things happened, and I just walked away. 
Said, you didn't say goodbye or anything? No, I, I said, you know what, this probably isn't going to work out. Um, she was talking about, I, we went to a coffee shop and they wouldn't let me order a coffee from the sidewalk without a mask on. And then when I questioned, I, I was trying to order from the sidewalk and I took a step back and I was like, wait, there's a glass window here. Right. Can I just order from the sidewalk? And then she put up a stink. I saw this fear in her eyes. She looked horrified by my actions. And then she said, um, I have a family. I live with people that are immunocompromised. Okay, so, so anyways, I felt joy as I walked away. And I was calling my friends, just like, bragging to them about it. And I felt so like... You were, happy that, you were happy that she walked away from me. I mean, you walked away from her because she had on two masks? It was because in my former dating years, I used to be a beta, and I used to go for low-hanging fruit. And this time, I was like, no, I'm, I'm putting my foot down. I don't want this trouble. I didn't want to impose my beliefs on someone who wasn't ready for the stuff that was, would eventually come out of my mouth. Right. Because I've been here for a while. I've so been... what brought you to happiness? Dumping her or, or standing up? Well, s- standing up... Um, and just not wasting her time, not wasting my time, right. not wasting anyone's time. Oh, okay. And like cutting it off before it got too far. And what's your question for me? I'm worried that that joy might come from a bad place. Did it come from evil? Because there could have been... Okay, so I'm, I'm worried that... Um... You can come sit next to this guy. <laughs> Which guy? The one that's Who's going worried? out to the groups and getting in their faces. No, 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 no. Okay, but see, listen, I wanted to avoid it. that. It's enough to see it. And if you're on an ego trip, just notice it, but don't overreact. Don't judge yourself. The fact that you can see it, you're overcoming it. It's enough. And you're right, that can happen. It can happen. Okay, so is it? But it's enough to see it. It's God who's allowing you to see it. Then you're overcoming it. And you'll find yourself not doing that anymore. Don't make a big deal of it. Yeah, I'm over it. But for that, those 24 hours, I was flooded with all these thoughts that yep. maybe I turned into the same thing that I hate from the yep. other side. Yeah. You know, w- people that wear MAGA hats, they get rejected. They get, like, cut off right from the beginning. And I didn't want that spirit to be in me. Well, that's because Satan is always trying to get back in. So whatever happens, he's going to try to feed your imagination so he can draw you back in. Okay. That's not you. That's Satan trying to tempt you to come back. So which thought was Satan? Both of those thoughts? All the all thoughts in the head. Got it. All thoughts are lies, no matter what. Yep. All right? Okay. Just know that. No matter what, all thoughts are lies. All the time. Even the fun ones, right? Even the joyful thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was high that day, and then I had a crash. <laughs> I felt, no, it felt amazing, guys. But it was like, it felt just as bad that night because I talked to some of my Christian friends, and they drilled, they like nailed me for that. No, just I'm let it go and move on. Okay. It's not even worth wasting time over. Right. All right? Cool. Just Thank notice you. it and move on. Thank you. Okay. Oh, amazing. Anybody else? How you doing? Um, actually, I have a question about... You're your... a mess. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. real mess. Um. <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
without putting your business out there, why don't you notice when you're overreacting? <laughs> yeah, I really want to know, a lot of people do that. They say, oh, I, I, uh, I do the side of the prayer, I observe, I love the Lord, I this and that. And as soon as the situation comes, they overreact. And they don't catch themselves, oh, I'm overreacting, let me calm down. Why don't you catch yourself when you're overreacting? Well, for me, it was like I wasn't overreacting for like a Oh, you long... were overreacting? No, no, I'm not, not in that moment before. So I was feeling confident. Oh, well, I'm even not... when you, at whatever point you start overreacting, why yeah. do you know you were overreacting? At uh, whatever point you started. I think I knew I was overreacting. So why did you calm down? But I, I don't know, because I was trying to calm down. I was trying to like let my, myself feel the pain. Like you said, like let myself feel the pain and just go through it. And but I just think is what what you told me. I made things way too important. You know. Did your husband tell you to calm down? Yeah, he did. And why do you listen to him? Um, because I don't know. I tried, but it was just so difficult for me. Like, what was difficult about it? It was the difficult part for me was um feeling the pain. I guess you know, like it was just like. Thinking that the future, I guess, like thinking, oh, this is gonna last forever, or this is gonna be well, like that's this. Satan talking to you. Yeah, this is gonna be like this. You forever. didn't recognize the devil's voice. At that moment, no. At that moment, I thought it was real. Like I thought, okay, this is real. This is gonna happen in the future, and this is how things are gonna be. And I just need to think smartly or do but something that's Satan to fix you it. That. You know, like yeah, I know the, now, but in the moment, I don't. But I thought you knew it before that incident happened because you say you know how to do it you know you you understand you yeah. this that's why I, I was confused because I was doing that like because of course I, we had like other arguments and I was doing that but this one was like I just think it's something about um, a specific thing of rejection that like nope, or I don't it. even know what it is it's just you listen to the devil yeah it is because what Satan wants you to do is overreact to one thing that's why he gets involved with everything, right? And if he can get you to overreact to one thing, while you're overreacting to that one thing, he'll throw in something else. And then he'll throw in something else, yeah. and now you're crazy. And yeah. you gotta, that's why you gotta know that all thoughts are lies all the time. And if you know that, when a situation happens, you won't overreact. You hear his voice or see his voice trying to talk to you, but you let it pass because, so you have it because his voice is a lie. Have you? Do you really believe that all thoughts are lies? I now I'm thinking maybe not. Cause, yeah, you don't. Yeah, because because I was thinking, yeah, I can see that. But yeah. one thing is thinking, oh, this makes sense. Another thing is the practice of it. You know, like so when the practice of it, like when you are in those situations when a thought seems so coherent. And so, oh, this is how it is. This thought is actually smart to think like this because you can, I don't know, you can, like, um, it's like your head telling you it's smart to think things. It's smart to see, oh, well, I you, should do this or I should do that. You've been doing prayer long enough. Yeah. And you've gone through a lot already. Why don't you recognize his voice? I mean, even in those situations. I don't Listen, know. Listen, y'all. All thoughts are lies all the time, no matter what the, the issue is, all right? So if you find yourself caught up in an issue and you hear these voices telling you, oh, tomorrow this or yesterday that, calm down and just know it's Satan. It's not God. It's not you. It's Satan. And then you start 
testing those voices, and you know that it's not from God. You'll calm down. And then you'll start to realize, wow, that was Satan. And it started to get easier and easier and easier. But if you go along with it, you're just becoming weaker. You're not becoming stronger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I just, it's difficult for me when... And you notice I didn't call you back, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was... She was looking for me like I'm an emergency doctor. <laughs> uh, uh, calling the office, calling everywhere. Calling Ermin. Judge doesn't call me. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not an emergency doctor. God is with you. You got to know God is with you. I'm not here to save you. I can't save you when you're mad at your husband or whatever happened, right? But you're not the only one that does that. I, when people call me in a state of emergency, I don't call back. <laughs> really, because you got to rely on you, not on me. I don't call anyone because I trust God. I know now that all thoughts are lies all the time. And so when you're feeling good in life, when, when you're on this high, like all is well, you're still supposed to practice being present. Because when it feels like all is well, it's false. It's not real. So when it seems like all is not well, because you practice being in the present when all seems to be well, you're ready for the, the fall. I didn't understand that. You know how sometimes we, you know, like right now you're feeling good, right? No. <laughs> when you came in hugging your husband. No, she's quite hungry or something. Oh. Uh, no, I'm not. I, that's why I was going to ask you. I feel a lot of guilt. Um, what? I feel a lot of guilt. I don't feel like amazing or anything. I feel like I'm just like I'm just like trying to like like you said like be still with whatever Satan is trying to tell me right now. What's bothering you now? What do you feel guilty about? I'm um, however I reacted. I guess what? How I reacted to you things. You feel guilty about overreacting? Yeah. Yeah, you're a mess. Yeah. So, I don't but blame I'm not, you. I feel guilty. No, yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> What I'm doing is, like, I'm not trying no, to, like, no. I, I'm telling you this because you asked me. If you wouldn't ask me, I wouldn't have told you. But um, it's just I'm trying to just live with it in, and let it, like, pass, you know, whenever it has to pass. Right. You know? yeah. um, I, I'm just telling you this because you asked me how am I But listen, it. here's how you get rid of it real fast. Oh, man, I act like a fool. I can't believe I'm that crazy. And don't make it a big deal. It's over just like that. Yeah. It's really over. You're judging yourself now. Say you got you to act crazy. You act it out. Now you're judging yourself for acting crazy. Don't make it a big deal. Just know, oh, I act like a little fool. I was a mess. Yeah. But not a big deal. And God is not, he doesn't care about that. Yeah. So don't judge yourself for it. Otherwise, you're still locked into darkness. Yeah. What good is it doing you to judge yourself for overreacting or feeling guilty? Right now? Yeah, what good is it doing you to feel that way? Well, right now I'm not li- really listening to it. Like, I'm just but like, when you do, when you do when listen I'm to really it. When I'm really listening to it. Yeah, I, what good does it do you to like, judge yourself for overreacting? I think it's like punishing myself, I guess. Like, it's like, oh, I, I did something wrong. I need You to like pay punishing for, yourself? I need to pay for it or something. I don't like it. It's just like, I think it's like, oh, I need to like, 
I, I need to like pay for whatever I'm doing or whatever. You making yourself pay for what you've done? Yeah, not consciously. I'm not going like consciously like doing it. It's just like oh, you think you deserve to feel yes, guilty? Yes. Oh no, that's Satan. Yeah. Really, that's not from God. Yeah. Let that go. It's enough to know you're acting out, but let it go so you can stop acting out. Yeah. Christianity is the best religion on this side of heaven because it's so simple. Yet it can be complicated if you listen to Satan or you've been trained to think of Christianity in a certain way. That's what makes it hard. But once you're truly born again of God, you're going to see this is the best religion on this side of heaven. And it's so amazing. It's so simple. It's so easy. It's so, it's just mind-blowing. But the Christians have messed it up. They have made it complicated. Like with this young man, they're like, oh, you're a drug addict. You need to get over this and that, right? The drug addict is not the issue. It's the lack of love that's the issue. You need to work on the heart, return to the Father, and everything else will come together. He will cause you to grow. So stop overreacting. Yeah. I'm not an emergency doctor. <laughs> Did you know she was trying to call me? Usually what I do is when we, like, we'll get in arguments, she's like, oh, we got to call Jesse. And then I'll... <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to put it like that. I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to put it, but I'm... Right. But what I'll do is I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll like, make up with her real quick just, just to kind of show her, like, that it doesn't make sense. Right. And then I'll, like, hey, how are you doing? She's like, do you feel better now? Yeah, I feel better. I was like, do you want to call Jesse? No, I'm like, you see how that works? <laughs> Thank you. So to me, it doesn't... It, your husband is there. Call your husband. Don't call me. Well, don't call me at the time because I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't want to deal with it, but... But that's your job. No, I know, but sometimes I'm like, I don't want to... No, deal with that's it. your job. I know. <laughs> you don't get a day off, buddy. Yeah. I, sometimes, I, sometimes I would like to... You do not like, get a day off. That's your job. Yeah. It's All like right? a 911 call yeah. or something. I'm like a 911 call. Yeah. And whenever she calls you, you be patient. Yeah. Really, no matter how she's acting. Yeah. Be yeah. patient and be honest with her, but yeah, be patient. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Right. She's good. She's not too crazy. Let me take you and then I'll come there. Be, Christianity is really an amazing religion. And if, if Christ forgave all that crap he had to go through, why can't we forgive about this little stuff that we're going through? This little stuff we're going through is nothing. It's really nothing. It just seemed to be important, but it's not. It's no big deal to be a drug addict or a pothead or a slut, <laughs> a slut maker. It's not a big deal. Then you'll overcome it. You really will. Okay. Okay, so you're saying that Christianity is the best religion. I'm sorry? You were saying that Christianity is like, an amazing the religion. Best is a, okay. It's amazing that God allows us to be Christian. Okay, but then other people from this world, this country, I mean this world, would think the same about their religion. Right, but and, and if it's working for them, wish them well with it. So do you think that um, in a way, like the God is like the light, like, you know, as we know, do you think he is present in all of these religions? And that... no. It's like the same premise. It's, you know, um, what I've, since doing my radio show, I've learned a lot about all these different religions. Yeah. And some of these religions uh, started out right. 
But along the way, they got, you know, Satan got involved. Just like Christianity. So what else? Just like Christianity did. Yeah. Christianity started out right, too, but it's barely in existence right now. And uh, because we're allowing the children of the lie to take over. So I guess what I'm saying is, um, so with agnostics, like, you know, the gentleman back there, they believe there's a higher being, but they don't know what it is so they don't label it as like christianity or buddhas or anything like that so in a way i don't know i guess i've been thinking about that yeah well christianity simply means christ-like and what happens once you return to the father you're born again you become christ-like you become his in your case you'll be his sister and you will take on his nature which is of god and you become like that that's what that's what christianity means you have peace you start dealing with things. You can see. So he's the example, but the example right. is of patience, love, and all of that. But there is a little bit of that in every religion, I feel. I mean, I don't know all of them, but, you know, like Buddhism, like they practice like being present, being in the moment, accepting things but for what they those, are. I don't know if Buddhists, the Buddhist people believe that Jesus is the son of God. Yeah, I don't think that. No, don't, no. So if they don't believe he's the son, they can't believe in the father. But what if the person believes in just being a good human being? Believe in what? Being a good human being. But you can't be a good human being on your own. You have to have the nature of God working through you. And it's his nature that's good in you. If you don't have that, you're no good. Interesting. What do you think about that? I think... Um, I, I can. I mean, you're saying it, and it makes sense because I'm a Christian. But right. I'm trying to see it in the eyes of someone that doesn't is not a Christian, but is still trying to be aware and accept things for what they are, and you know, just so yeah. So I, I'm just wondering well, what because, it is. I mean, uh, what, you, uh, the U.S. Are, is just one little place, and there's like the world is so vast that yeah. I mean, right. When it people is, people, think, people, people look at Christianity and they think, oh, you're being, con- you're just like a small-minded person. When in reality, you know, it's like we're just, we believe in like the light and someone like higher than us, right? Um, so it's, I'm just trying to understand like how it is and the, the big picture of it. What it is, there are people who are seeking. Mm-hmm. They're seeking, they're trying to find their way back to the Father. They might not realize that's what they're trying to do. They yeah. know something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to find their way back. So they go through all these different religions. They go through all these different programs because they're seeking the Father. Yeah. And then eventually they will find the Father and they'll be fine. They'll become Christians. You just have so many different things happening because so many, there are people seeking. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's normal. because. But I was thinking the other day, I'm like, oh, I, well, I grew up this, like believing in God. So it's, to me, it's normal. But, like, what about a person that wasn't raised this Right, way? if you had grown up being a, a Buddhist or something, you would be there. But at some point, if you don't have that love or peace in your heart, you would know something is wrong. Like, because you are a seeker. So you would know something is wrong, and that would cause you to continue to seek mm. until you find it. And once you find it, that's it. Okay. Because the fact that you're seeking God would draw you onto him. But you may have to go through a lot to get there, but eventually yeah. you'll be home. And mm-hmm. so that's happened a lot, too, because there are so many different kinds of religions. Yeah. They have uh, 
one guy called my show and he's in a religion that where they eat dog, dog blood, right? Oh, yeah. Was that right, Joel? You heard that? Who want to eat dog blood? But he was seeking. Yeah. So you got to eat, drink the dog blood. <laughs> drink the blood. It's in the blood. Okay. So he's a seeking. Yes, sir. Let me take you here, then I come. You had your hand, right? Seven yes. Minutes? Okay. So, uh, First, I want to say Christianity is the best religion on this side of heaven. Yeah. I'm going to wrap it to the end. It really is. Um, the one thing I like about, if I may just add yeah, this, the one thing I like about Christianity, you know how God tells you to be in the world but not of it, come out of the world? Well, once you were born again of him, I didn't know this until it happened. He would draw you out of the world. You would be in it but not of it. You can't make yourself not be uh, a part of the world. He will do that for you. That's why I hear a lot of people say, I'm not in the world. And they're just crazy, right? Because they're trying to make it happen. But once you are born again of God, he will cause that to happen. And you will find yourself not interested in the things that you used to be interested in. You're not afraid to speak up because if somebody take it, y'all can have it. I'm still speaking up because I have the love, right? He will cause that to happen in your life. You can't make that happen. He causes everything to happen. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. And of ourselves, we know nothing. We're literally not in control of anything. Anything. That's why I'm telling you, don't worry about the drug, man. Go forgive so you can turn to the Father. It's about love, all right? Yes. Yeah, so that was beautiful. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all laughing? What the? <laughs> um, so talking about like overreaction and stuff. Yeah. Um, this week, my mom started tripping out because she wants to take off my brother from the title of the home. So it's her and my my older brother, right? Yeah. So she's trying to build an army of everybody else to go against my brother to get him off the title because... I want y'all to get ready for that. When you change your mama, your cousin, they're going to build an army against you. Oh, he hate me. He ain't no good. Uh, blah, 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 right? Because when you have hatred in your heart, you can't stand alone. You got to have an army with you. But when you have love, you can stand alone. Because God is with me. But go ahead. That is, that is so true. So yeah. what what ended up happening is that um, she started tripping. She called my brother, and I was there. She put him on speaker. Um, he's She's like, I know how you are. I'm going to tell everybody how you are. Um, that's why I want to take you off the title. And my brother's like, tell me how I am. And she like, she had no examples, right? And then she gets off the phone with him, and she calls my dad. And they're divorced. They've been divorced for a long time, separated. My dad's like, hello. She puts him on speaker. She's like, oh, right here, the guys. And he's like, what? what's wrong with them? What do they do? They don't want to give up the name on the title. And then my, and my dad's like, uh, why do you want to take them off? And then I'm like, that's a great question, dad. Thank you. <laughs> and then my mom was like, she looks at me with like the most evil look ever. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, <laughs> Oh, and then you have Samuel here. Think he's such a great man. <laughs> Amazing. 
And then, and then I'm like, I started laughing. I'm like, that's right, I am. <laughs> and then she throws her phone. She like throws it across the room. She's like, get out of my face. She yells like she shrieks. I can't even do that high pitch because my voice is that low, you know? Yeah. She's like, ah. And then she's like, get out of my face or I'm going to hit you. I'm like, and I start laughing more. I'm like, wow, you tripping. <laughs> and then, and then I'm like, all right, well, keep on tripping. I'm going to just walk away. So I walked away and then I just continued doing my work, putting my tools away, doing what I had to do, you know? Yeah. But it made me realize like, it ties into what everybody's saying. Like, you know, when you overreact, I don't judge my mom for doing that because yeah. I know she can't help herself. Yeah, that's right. And then two, it makes me see that women really do need men, especially my mom. She she doesn't have a husband yeah. that she could go to, so she's tripping out like for no reason. And and so I didn't overreact on her. I didn't tell her, man, blah blah blah, it, you know, f you, blah blah blah. I didn't tell her none of that. I yes. just walked away. The next day, I I go to, I go to work and then I get home a little early, so it's lunchtime, right? And she's like. Samuel, I made food. Do you want some? <laughs> and then uh, and I look at her. Well, she's a. Cr- I couldn't see her because she was behind the door, right? And right. I'm like, Nah, I already ate. But thank you. And then she's like, Okay, what's well, there? I'm like, All right. But man, it was. It's it's so great to like, be able to see it in the moment and yeah. and experience it and then Absolutely. not overreact. In the past, man, I would have been tripping. I would have been like, man, you know, push, throwing doors, throwing things around, just reacting like her. Yeah. But um, nice. Yeah, it was beautiful. And and, and that's, that's only that's God. That's God that that was able to do that. Like yeah. you say, you know, God brought me out of that. That that couldn't have been me because in the past, I know how I was in the past. That couldn't yeah. have been me in the past. Yep. That's what's needed. Love. We need love back in the world. And too much hate. It's too much overreaction. We need love back. That's, That's what's right. missing. Yeah. Um, amazing story. Yep. If they can't control you by yelling at you, they'll offer you food. <laughs> Something to get a hold of you. Uh, yes, sir. I saw your hand, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to get in on the comparative religion conversation. Um, you know, because you were talking about how when it comes to like, you know, Christ and the Father, right? That this being, you know, and in, in Buddhism, I would say, okay, well, if you have a figure, right? Like, say with Christ, and you have a figure that's absolutely compassionate, and basically, you know, in the words of like from Buddhists, obviously, they would see the Buddha as being this figure that's, you know, ultimately forgiving, ultimately compassionate, right? And and same with Christ, and then you would have basically what they would call um, Dhamma, or there would be like a higher principle, which basically would take the same shape as the Father. It's kind of like the same as these. Universal laws or rules. So, so I'm let me wondering, ask this because of time. Does uh, the Buddha believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Do they believe that? No, but they would believe basically that the same qualities that Jesus had would be the same qualities the Buddha has, right? Why the they Christian believe Christ. that? Why would they believe that? Yeah. Because if you said to you, like, if you say, okay, well, this person's ultimately compassionate, ultimately forgiving, there's only so many ultimate compassionate, forgiving ways you could be, right? So if that's what they're saying about that person, they say this person's ultimately compassionate and forgiving, and so is this person, well, then you're fundamentally talking about the same thing. It's kind of the same thing even with Dhamma or God. If you say, okay, well, there's something beyond our comprehension, you know, it manifests the universe, it's all loving, it's divine, it's whatever. Well, Christ wasn't talking about the same compassionate thing. at all. Will you let them know that? 
You don't consider Christ to be compassionate? So what now? You're saying Christ isn't compassionate? Not at all. Okay. Not one iota. Because a compassionate person is a weak person, emotional person. And Christ wasn't about emotions. He was showing you, he was dispassionate. God is not a compassionate God. It's just words that people use to make them feel, make him be what they are feeling. But I think that applies to Buddhism too, because Buddhism fundamentally is about detachment. That's why most people criticize Buddhism. They say, oh, you're not attached, you don't care about anything. And that's kind of the main criticism wedged against but, it, so it's the same thing. But God is about being born again of the Spirit of the Father. It's not just about detachment, because you can fake detachment. Sure. But, but because we are a spirit, oh, i got to get to this biblical question. We are a spirit created in the image of God. We live in a body, but we are a spirit. So when we are born through the mother, we are of the flesh, right? And so that's why you must be born of the Spirit. And once you're born of the Spirit, then you have His identity again, and then you can live. It's not like, it's not about being compassionate. It's not about detachment. It's not about any of that, even though those things will happen. He would cause those things to happen. Well, but uh, we can't make those things happen. Yeah. It would be phony. And I agree with you. My, my kind of thing would be like, if you do let go of hatred, which I believe you can do in a Buddhist way, what's left there and what you discover would be what you're talking about would be, and it just wouldn't be under the name of Christ. Cause if you're not familiar in that religious circle, it just would be something else. How can you let go of anger if God doesn't take it away from you? How would you, well, the same way, because by nature, your divinity is intrinsic within you. So if you go inside and you're able to be with that anger and forgive and love, then naturally that divinity of God, as you would put it, would come through. But it won't be taken away until you can see that you're wrong for hating. And because anyone that has anger is playing God, and there's only one God, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you can see that you have the anger, you're admitting that you're playing God, and that's a sin. And so once you admit it, confess your sin, I'm playing God, he will forgive you. Yeah. But Buddha can't do that. Well, I think it's ultimately like something you would do within yourself and you can experience through direct experience, discover. You can't do it yourself. Well, you can't forgive. You I mean, can even with it. the concept of a God, right? Because it would still be kind of more of a linguistic thing or a label thing. Because if you still go inside, you forgive, and you're forgiving because you realize that you were trying to be right and that you're playing God like you would put it, then you could, that's something you could discover on your own, even if I never read the Bible. That's something I could go inside and see. But you, but you can't. That's a really good point, but it's not quite there yet. Uh, because a lot of people see that they have anger. They've gone inside and they see they have anger, but they don't realize they cannot cause themselves to overcome that. I mean, I, I would admit that there has to be a conceptual framework. A lot of people, because of their conception of God, divinity, all this stuff, they can't go any farther. They hit a limit, right. you know, where they try to forgive, but because they don't have this understanding of anything being higher than themselves, you know, they hit a wall. And I would agree with that, you know, and I think there's just a way of putting that also in Buddhist words and that they can also, you can derive that because God is so within you in such a part that if you forgive and love, and you really want that, that the knowledge will come to you, I believe. If you truly seek of him, it will, because I didn't know that it was anger that was holding me back, and I didn't know that I could not take it away myself. I just had to see that I had it and, 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 and know that it was wrong. It was holding me back, you know, keeping me away from the Father. And when, I, when, when he took it away, I was able to see all that. He took it away. That's why I discovered that 
All my stuff, I can do nothing. We can't do anything. We can't make a leave. We got you. Well, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Is this your first? Is, this, are they, is she with you? Yes. Oh, what's her name? Delaine. Delay. Delay. Delay? Oh, Delay. How are you? How old are you? Nine. Okay. How old are you? Nine. Nine. I'm glad you're here. So you're with everybody, right? Yes. Speak up. Alexia. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your wife stop yelling at her. <laughs> She'll do it if you want to. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she's kind of shy. She hasn't told it. Yeah, I know, but she'll, she'll come out of it if, if you don't traumatize her. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it a big deal. Okay. Yeah, if she's walking down the road and somebody says, oh, cute little girl, how you doing? And she just looking at her like they're crazy. And now you're standing there with her looking silly, too. And you're feeling bad. Don't make her speak up so you can feel better. Oh, oh she's yeah. being yeah. polite, you know. Yeah, she'll get past it. Yeah. We'll come back to you, Saleh, okay? Rebecca, any questions about anything? I'm glad you're here. Oh, thank you. How are you doing? Good, thank you. All right. Earlier, I think, I think you said um, when you hear all the voices and they're all, 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 the, all the thoughts are lies. Yes. You said something along the line that you can test it to see if it's from God or from Satan. Right. And then, how do you test that? By... Just calm it down and see if what the voice is telling you is true. Okay. Because the moment you overreact to them, you can't see that they are not true. You just believe that they are. They have convinced you that it's true, right? About tomorrow, about this right. situation or that situation. But if you calm down and just have a way to see, you will see that you were lied to. And that will help you to overcome the voices in the head. The problem is when things happen, People want to correct it right then and there right. because they tell them, oh, it's going to destroy you. Right. You're going to lose your house. You're going to, something's going to happen, right? right? And so they want to fix it right away to try to prevent something from happening. And what they do is by trying to resolve it themselves, they cause the very thing to happen that they didn't want to happen. But okay. if they had a wait-and-see attitude, they would see that all is well. Okay. It's Good. not true. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Are you over your anger? Um, well, I still overreact sometimes. Well, that means no. <laughs> Why aren't you over it after all this time? What is holding you back from being over it? Fear of lo- losing the love of your children. You think that by overcoming your anger, you're going to lose the love of your children? No, that's when I overreact. If I, oh. if I see my child depressed or unhappy or, um, or I think they don't, love me or they're not going to invite me to come back <laughs> and I guess when you go that's visit, when I if overreact you think they're not going to invite you to come back to visit right, yeah. you overreact to that, that uh, yeah you want to go back that bad <laughs> what the you, you want to see your kids and grandkids why oh why do you want to see your grand grandkids yeah. grandkids are really special what's special about them they're so cute <laughs> They're so cute. Yes. <laughs> That's why you want to see them? Yes. <laughs> what the? <laughs> but see, what it is, then, it's too important to you. It is. You're right. They're, they're way is. too important to me. And, too important. And, and I wish my day did not depend upon where I'm reacting with them. Let it go. 
I, yeah. And yeah. really, stay away from it so you can overcome it. And then when you start to visit, it'll work out. It won't be that important to you. We can't let anything be that important to us where it controls us. You're right. And they are too important to you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. No, so you're, you're exactly right. I'm just trying to figure out how do I, yeah, I'm just trying to fill my life up with other things so to do. So stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> really. It's, and it's good that you see it's too important to you and just seeing it. Don't judge it. And you'll see that you'll start to overcome it. And so when we are around them, it's nice. And when you're not, it's nice. Yeah. And when you are around them, you're not all into it right. that you hate to see them leave. Right. You know, I've been spending time with my little great-grandson. I'm glad when he leaves. <laughs> and I totally like being around. He's funny. He's six years old. He ran all up and down the place. He's like, Grandpa, I want to stay until Sunday. I'm like, no, you got to go, buddy. <laughs> So I can take him or leave him. And, and, and kids like it like that. They don't like it when you smother over them. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. So back off. All right. Stay away from it. Okay. So you can get over it. Are you doing the silent prayer? Well, no. I pray. Do you do the silent prayer? Daddy? I guess I'm not too good at the silent prayer. but Yeah. Do your little hoop and holler prayer and do the silent prayer once you calm down so God can change you. Okay. We can't change ourselves. Yeah. He would change that situation. And then when you're around your children, it'll be amazing. Do you ask him to take the anger away? You can. It won't hurt. You know, okay. God, take my this anger away and then let it go. You know, forget that you ask. Be quiet. Be still. and He'll take it away. Okay. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with asking. Thank you. All right. Right here. Oh, and then I got to get to the biblical question. Yes. Hey, Jesse. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Amazing. Um, so I, I, uh, I run a business, and uh, nice. I work with a lot of non-Christians. Not a lot, a few non-Christians. So I'm wondering what is the right way to lead people who are not Christian and still be honest and love them? Um, good question. Live in the present. Don't be in your head thinking about how you're going to deal with them or how you won't deal with them. Just live in the present so you can have a wait and see attitude and God will guide you. And don't get angry at them. And you'll see when to speak up and when to be quiet, what to do, and it'll be perfect. But you got to stay in the present because one situation that works in this moment might not work in the next moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you have to stay present with God so you can see how to live. Life is about living as you're living. It's not about mm-hmm. learning to live, right? right? It's about living in the present. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not my own anger that I'm worried about, right? It's about me saying something that provokes enough anger that it tears the company apart because I'm being honest. Um, but if you live in the presence of God, that wouldn't be one of your concerns at all because you would know he's with you. And you will be able to be honest with the customer in the right way. And if they don't like it, fine. If they do, fine. You wouldn't uh, have the fear of losing a customer. These are employees. Or you wouldn't have, if right. an employee get mad. and no, I, But your point's the same. I'm sorry? The point's the same. It's not about, yeah. The, yeah, it's the same. It's the same point. So with the employee, as long as you don't get angry and you deal with them in the present, and if they don't like it and they want to leave, fine, bye. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. wouldn't be a big deal. Right. And so don't plan how you're going to deal with them. Just do it in the present. Mm-hmm. You've got to live in the present, not in your head, 
not planning. Don't even plan how you're going to deal with them. Thank Let's you. say you have an employee who really acted out on Friday, right? And so all weekends they just tell you, oh, well, when you see that employee, you need to write them up or you need to do this or do that. Have a wait and see attitude. Wait until Monday come and you'll see how to deal with that person. Thank you. That makes sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. It's much easier that way because God is guiding you. That's right. All right? Okay. Good question, though. Um, biblical question. Who know what the biblical question is? Nobody? Where y'all been? <laughs> you know what it is? What is it? Oh, come with the mic. I'm sorry. You asked what the verse in Colossians means, yeah. where it talks about Did you hear Christ? James telling me on the air, why do you keep saying Colossians that way? No, I didn't hear that, actually. Yeah, he a mess. Yeah. He white. He trying to make me say it in the right way. I'm saying it the black way. He trying to make me say it the white way, like Chris would say it. How do you say it? Colossian or something like that. Or Colossians? Something. He like, it's not that many. Something he said. What do you say, Joe? <laughs> I don't know. I say it black too. How do you say it? Colossians. Yeah. No, that's white. That's white? Oh. 30%. That's that 30% yeah. again, yeah. yeah. So, so what is it? The question is, is what does that verse mean where it says Jesus is made in the image of God and uh, he's the firstborn of all creation? And you say? I say, I think I know the right answer. You want me to say it right now? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it's talking about Jesus being the firstborn of the spiritual creation and not the natural one, that Jesus was the firstborn of the spiritual world, the devil being defeated, us being born again. That's the creation that he's speaking of. And so what does it mean the son is the image of the father? I think that Jesus was exactly like God. If you wanted to see God, you could look at Jesus and everything he did would be the exact thing God would do in that situation. And, and, and you're right. And you know what's interesting about that there are a lot of Christians who think that Jesus was God. Not me. They think the Son is the Father, right? And it says there that he is the image of the Father, first, born, uh, first creation uh, and the image of the Father. But for some reason, the Christians are still missing that. They still think that he was God. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. And that's in the Bible. Out. It's, it's, I was doing a reading last night, and it was plain as day, Jesus yeah. calling God his Father again. It's so many times, but I listened to an old church where you were discussing with someone about this, and the guy was adamant that Jesus was God, and no amount of telling him you kept giving him verses would change his mind. So it's like one of those things you have to see for yourself. It says the Son is the image of the invisible God. So when you see the Son, you see the Father. It's like if you had a son, well, you do have one. He's not in my image, though. He's what? <laughs> He's not in my image. Look. <laughs> he has hair. <laughs> He'll lose it by the time he's 30. <laughs> but uh, I, have a, I had a brother who looked just like my father, right? And when I, whenever I would see my brother, I would see my father. And, but I didn't think of him as being my father. He was just the image of it. And that's what happens when you're born again of God. When people see you, they're going to see the image of God in you. You won't be able to feel it, taste it, or touch it. But the way you deal with life, they'll see that you operate from perfect love because they will see that image in you. Absolutely. It's such a good question. Um, when you read verse 
I want you to read that for me. So, do you have your Bible? Um, I can turn up my phone. Okay. Can I ask you a quick question while she gets her phone? Yes. I want you to read Colossians 1, verse 15 through 17. That whole thing is really, really nice. I just want to put it out there for the people. Yes. Christians say you can hate the sin but love the sinner. And I, I was in a discussion and that came up and I don't buy it. But right. I, I'm just not quite sure why I don't buy it. Because it's not true. Right. I know it's not true, but why <laughs> is it not true? <laughs> because we can't hate. At all. We, we discern. So we discern the evil, but we don't hate what we see. Because if you hate it, you become like it. You're judging it. You're playing God. And there's only with God. And so God made it possible for us to see it. Um, I think I was talking to Joel or someone, and they were like totally surprised how they could see, now they could see evil in other people. And the people don't even know that they can see it. They think that they are being, was that you telling me that? Maybe Miss Francisco or somebody. But you can see and you know, by seeing it, you know it's not the person. But there's something that has made a home in them. So you discern what you see, but don't hate what you see. That way you're not controlled by it. You won't become that way. You're not traumatized by it. Because discernment is the ability from God to see it, but his protection from it. Gotcha. Because the moment you hate it, it will destroy you. Right. You become subject to it. Gotcha. Thank right. you. Let me, let me do this and then I'll come to you. Uh, so this is, uh, you have it, what is it? Colossians uh, 1, verse 15 through 6, 17, you said? Yes. Okay. The sun is the image. Oh, will you hold her mic for her? Okay. Yeah, that way she can. The sun is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For, all, for in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, in, and in him all things hold together. It's amazing. And once you become a son and a daughter of God, the same thing will happen to you. You're going to see how much he loves you. It's going to blow your afro off <laughs> into a miracle. I saw a woman at the press conference with Joe Biden. Did y'all see that? And a black woman got up and asked a question. Her hair was so nappy. I was like, lady, no. No, no. Go comb your head. That ain't pretty. It's okay for a man, I guess, to have a fro, but don't wear a fro. It ain't pretty. It was just a na- oh, her little kitchen with nappy. <laughs> Y'all know what the kitchen is? Oh, that must be a black thing. I bet, Mary, you know what the kitchen is, right? Of course. <laughs> of course. Tell her what the kitchen is. Well, the kitchen is kind of the base of your hair in the back here. It's behind the neck. It's that behind, little nappy hair that be down above, here. Just above the neckline. And that one, because you sweat a lot, it gets really, really kinky. Uh-huh. And, and then your mother will say to you, your little kitchen just a nappy. Go, go do something to the kitchen. <laughs> You remember those days? <laughs> He's like, yeah. It's so nice to be black. Y'all missing all the fun. <laughs> Chris think it's best to be white, but you missing it, Chris. It's best to be black. <laughs> you didn't know about the kitchen, right? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you when you when women get their hair straightened out, 
the first thing they do is go in that kitchen and go up so that they don't leave the kitchen nappy. I'm just saying. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. That, did you like that biblical question? Me? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. It was amazing, huh? Yeah. It was so amazing. Yes, sir. So I know I was um, talking about, because you just brought it up about uh, whenever you can see the evil, like, in people, and, and it's just it's just so apparent, but no one else can notice it. Right. And I and I remember I was talking in the beginning that I said, like, you know, I, like, I love it that I see it, but I didn't mean, like, like I'm excited. But you're or, not supposed to be going after them for excitement, I'm not. Man. No, I'm not. They're coming at me. But, I, I have my own oh, thing okay. going on, and, and I'm just, just because I, I pretty much. You just be standing on the yeah. corner doing your thing. Yeah. Talking about Christianity, yeah. you're not getting in their face no, about it. No, oh, okay. no, most definitely not. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 most definitely okay. not. Okay, nice. And it's like, and like, my motto is just like, just like, say what you want to say, do what you want to do, as long as it's within the Constitution, and just watch what happens. Watch how people just judge. You can just see the judgment. You can just see the evil and the hatred and the anger. And when I say like I love it, it just I'm I'm pretty much like I'm thankful that God is allowing me to see it. I don't like oh. love it like I want. You're not like to, loving it. No, loving I'm not like loving it. Can't like, wait till tomorrow. Oh, I can't wait to do it. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I just I'm like right. I should pr- probably rephrase and just be like I'm thankful that God is allowing me right to see on. it. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, that's much better. Just want to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like let me go out here and see who I can get how. You know what I'm saying? Um. So listen, do the silent prayer. Stay with it. Any questions about anything that we have discussed? Because I got to end. Yes, sir. I, I ended on time last Sunday, and my employee was like, yeah, you finally ended on time. <laughs> okay, yes. So um, just with the biblical question, and then I guess also kind of coincides with the... The reason that question is so important, because as long as people believe that Jesus is God, they're not going to be able to get to the Father. Well, I guess That's my because uh, we have to be careful what we believe. Well, my question is, um, and, and I guess it's kind of um, in my own history. Um, um, you know, with 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 accepting other people of other religions, and um, I guess I have a particular um, issue with one, and um, with one religion. Yeah. Okay. And um, just um, how do you accept people that accept the Father but reject the Son? Just wish them well. Your prayers that they find their way, but wish them well. Really, that's all they know. They've been taught that. They've heard it somewhere. So just wish them well. Don't hold it against them. That makes sense? Kind of. Yeah. The one thing about life, we can't hold anything against anyone, not even our enemy. God says to love your enemy because your enemy can't help it either. If they have real love, they wouldn't be doing what they were doing. They wouldn't be your enemy. They'll be your friend. Just feels like we're getting played. Yeah, all because you're judging them. If you didn't have an opinion about it, you wouldn't feel that way. And if someone would think that they were playing you, it would be on them. You still wish them well. Okay, you're playing me fine. No big deal to you. That's their issue and not yours. you got to live your life and stop worrying about what other people think. 
And as far as messing up the family, it's not your fault that the family is screwed up. It's their fault. Because had they been in control of their lives, they wouldn't allow whatever happened to happen. Well, it was um, World War II, so. But it, it still wasn't your fault. Yeah. All right? So stop taking on other people's issues, too. Yeah, my dad keeps telling me the same thing. Yeah. But once you let the anger go, you'll see what that means. Just stop hating yourself and other man. And then you will have an amazing life. All right? Thanks. You're welcome, buddy. And stay with the prayer. So, um, Hermes, last word, yeah. My PR guy, I got to let him talk. Just a quick question. How are you defining uh, passion? A feeling for, you know, like, let's say you see a homeless person or you see a whatever person. Compassion, sorry. How are you defining compassion? Oh, I thought that was what you said. Is that what I said? Okay. What did you say? I meant compassion. Uh, is when you look at another person and feel something for that person. But that doesn't mean that's what compassion means. That's the wrong definition now, but I don't think it's right to erase that word because it could also it mean, mean, I mean, the definition I think is, uh, it could mean like merciful, it could mean kind, it could mean. Oh, without feelings? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so when you, if you erase is that, that right? word. huh? So the Buddhists don't have feelings? Well, I don't know. I'm not. Speaking well, on I'm the not Buddhist. saying to erase the word. Yeah. I'm just letting you know that God's love is not about feelings. Gotcha. At all. But it's not related to um, passion. And when you don't hate a person, you wish everybody well, you have uh, uh, it's dispassionate, but it's better than any, any compassion or all that stuff could be because it's the real deal. You want you wish that person well. You hope they find their way back. I got you. I just don't want to think we should cancel that word. All right. All right. <laughs> well, keep it. <laughs> um, any questions about anything? Oh, okay. What's the silent prayer so I can take it home? Oh, the silent prayer? Yeah. It's on my YouTube channel. Okay. Give me one of those. Yeah. Uh, video. Okay. And, and I really want to encourage you to do it and stay with it because... Life's going to get better. God is going to bring you out of the darkness into the light. And life's going to get better and better. You're going to have peace and things is working out. And Satan tell you, oh, you don't need to do it today. Right. Pay that no mind. Stay with it because God is renewing your mind. Okay. He's renewing everything. And you'll see that old things are passed away and you're a brand new person. You are yourself again. So do it morning and night. Okay. All right? Yeah. And stay with it. Yeah. All right. Um, so I got to say this. Here's what I recommend. Do the silent prayer. Speak up, but don't resent. You got to start speaking up because right now the world gone crazy. It really just, they coming over with some stuff. I didn't even know that they can come over. I heard yesterday and it was verified this morning about members of the staff that some guy made tennis shoes in honor of Satan or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Satan shoes. Lil Nas A. <laughs> Did you say Lil Nas A? His name's Lil Nas X. Oh, Lil Nas X. Yeah. yeah. Well, he made Satan shoes. They made so many of them, uh, pairs of them. And, it, and the world really promoting those. They're supposed to have some blood in them. Yeah, a yeah. drop of blood. A, a drop of blood. Where do you get the blood from? We don't know. I saw that crazy stuff. Maybe kill a chicken or something. I don't know. So what, Hermes? 
Oh, yeah. And so the only reason the world is able to promote all this stuff is because the Christians won't speak up. That's the only reason they're able to do it. If you spoke up, they would have to bow away. It will stop. It really will stop because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world, right? So you got to start speaking up. And, and to the white folks, what's wrong with y'all? I ain't know white people could be this afraid. They're like outright teaching little kids and everybody. They're going into businesses and all over there. The white people are evil. White people are racist. And the whites are afraid to say, no, I'm not. How did that happen? They're like in your face and now the Orientals. Why are the Orientals jumping on it? I thought they were nice people. And the Orientals have the Asian. Asian. Same thing. <laughs> right? Is that, that's different than the Oriental? Yeah, I think they prefer Asian. Oh, well, they all look the same to me. <laughs> but but they are, now they're getting involved talking about how bad the white people are. And they used to be so nice. They would, we let them come here. They would work. They stay in their corner. They make money. They get good education. And they didn't bother us. And now they're trying to go against a white man. It's crazy that they're allowing themselves to be pulled into evil like that. So listen, start speaking up. Speak up. Don't be afraid. Speak up. No, I'm not a racist. I'm not your problem. You'll see they'll back down. Because they can only do it if you allow them to do it. Really. If you don't say anything, you bring the hell out of them. You got to start speaking up and start businesses. Start a business. This is a good time while they're all fighting. You can start a business and when they come back, you own the business. (laughs) And not in your customers. You know what I'm saying? Start a business. Buy some land. Buy land. Don't just be caught up with all this mess. Let them fight, do what they're doing. But you like have a little space, and you let let God work your life. This is don't be afraid. Let God work your life, and it'll be amazing. All right. Don't be caught up in the world. I was thinking about Christianity. Christianity is one with the world now, and as far as representation in the government, we have none. The Christians don't have anybody in the government rep, uh, representing them that I'm aware of. Is anyone able to name one person in government that represents the Christians? Yeah, they don't even speak up. They don't fight back. They don't stand for Christianity. So as a result of that, we're losing our freedom of speech. We're losing our uh, uh, unborn children. We're losing our Second Amendment because we don't, I remember we don't have Christians. Beforehand, before all this happened, the government used to be controlled by the Christians. And now the people in office are afraid to even mention Christianity. Really, they won't even mention it. That's not good for the country. We got to bring it back, all right? So don't don't be afraid. Don't be caught up. And we got to bring it back. Sammy, I know you had some, but I'm out of time. Is it real important? No, I can say it after you finish. Oh, okay. Thank you. So listen, folks, don't be afraid. Do the silent prayer. You have no room for anger, zero room for anger. Christ was our perfect example about forgiveness. And so you've got to forgive. No matter what happens, no matter who turned on you, no matter what, don't hate them.
they can't help it. If they had love, they would go to you. It would be fine. So don't hate, all right? Do the silent prayer and speak up. Don't be afraid. Uh, and all the stuff that you are attached to, God will change your relationship with that. Don't worry about it. Stay with the prayer. And that way, when they threaten to take your land or take whatever, it wouldn't stop you from speaking up. All right. Uh, do the silent prayer. Thank you for your support as well. Uh, if you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. All the way from Africa. <laughs> we are the best counseling service. All right. So check it out. Don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, share and all that. And we'll do the super chat tomorrow. And thank you all so much. All right. I do appreciate it. We are. We have uh, the men's forum this Thursday, I think. Right. Men's forum this Thursday night, the first Thursday of the month. So make sure you don't want to miss this. Men is going to be amazing. All right. So thank you all. That was amazing. I hope it was helpful. All right.